Hey everybody and welcome back. It's been a while since I've been on here and as you can hear my voice is a little scratchy. I got sick uh, the last couple of weeks and lost my voice so <clears throat> it's mostly back now so I figured I'd get on here and get back at it and I couldn't figure out if I wanted to start off with uh, more background and go over the last full um, cheating I had found out on or go for an update or do both and I could just do the um, whichever one in a separate podcast but <clears throat> I guess we'll finish some more of my background so it's one of the earlier podcasts that people can listen to to better understand me um, I think the last one I went over was when there was three in one summer and then fast forward a couple years and <clears throat> so it's been a few years ago now um, it's probably best to start off uh, kind of how it came out because that was like one of the first years I had felt like we were getting to like a normal place where I was starting to actually gain trust back because it had been a couple years since I had <clears throat> thought anything. Um, I was always worried and um, looking over my shoulder all the time but there was nothing that like had stood out to me in a while and uh, you know we had a great vacation that summer and then fall came around and it was <clears throat> let me think it was right before school started I believe or right after and all of a sudden uh, my husband well husband at the time I've also since I've been on here last I believe my divorce is now final so I guess I can call him my ex-husband now he was just really, really nice, and he was never like that, and he wanted the whole family to go everywhere together and wouldn't stop hugging me and just holding on to me really long and just hugging my waist and um, when he was at the computer and overly sweet, and I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what is wrong? He's like, can I just love you so much and just really want to, sorry, I hear my dog at the door, um, <clears throat> and want to hug you, and I'm like, well, you're just doing it at, like, obsessive amount, so it's just kind of weird to me he's like no I just uh, I just love you so much so this went on for like a couple weeks and I was just like god he's just being so weird he's like like all over it and uh I think it was like a what I think I tried I think I tried initiating sex maybe that weekend and uh he acted really weird and said you know I'm just I'm sorry I'm not in the mood and I just, he, he's like, I'm just, <clears throat> just kind of out of it right now. So then he started being really weird and quiet. And so it's not like him to turn down anything. It's not like him to act like that. And so the next morning while the kids were getting ready for school, um, he said, I need to talk to you. And mind you, this week he had went to the doctor. And so I'm like, <clears throat> dude, you're scaring me. Like you're being so serious and. Like, you're freaking me out. Like, tell me now. He's like, just wait for the kids to be at school, but I, I really need to talk to you. And I'm like, God, you make me think, like, you're dying or you're sick or something like that. And he goes, like, like you're going to die and all this stuff. And he goes, you know, I could. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Like, now you're really freaking me out, but he wouldn't say anything. So I'm like, oh, my God. Did, did they tell him something to the doctor? So he literally, he walked the kids to school with me. <clears throat> and the whole time, he's just being so serious. And I'm like... Oh my God, what's he going to tell me? So like my heart's pounding. I'm trying to be normal to the kids because I'm like, oh my God, what the doctors say? Like, is something wrong with them? And we get home and <clears throat> he comes in and I'm like, 
well, I guess this was before my kid started preschool. So he puts the iPad with the youngest in a different room and comes in and um, sits me down in my bedroom. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're, like, scaring me. And he said, first off, you know, you got to make sure you don't, you'll never tell your family what I'm about to tell you. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't get what's going on. And he kind of started crying. He goes, I fucked up again. I'm like, what? He's like, I, uh, I cheated again. And I was, I, I didn't even cry this time. I sat there and stared at him and almost was in shock. Um, because then he said it was when we were on vacation back in June, the first two weeks of June. And this was now like September. And I, I'm like, when? And he said vacation. I'm like, I don't even get how, but we had had a vacation scheduled the same time every year and his work had some kind of dinner program type thing that a new rep needed help with, but it was in a town like that was two hours or something from us. And he told his boss, which I saw the emails to that, like, um, because I was like, you're leaving our vacation for a night. That's so crappy. And I, he still, I still question him on stuff at this point because I, there'd been so many affairs already. And he had shown me, he's like, I'm just gonna go help with a rep. And I have to do the surgeries in the morning, like a normal surgeon program and, or something. And then I'll come straight back, you know? I'm like, okay. And so then I remember that morning, next morning, he's like, I want to come back now. I made up some excuse like I'm sick, so I can't make it through the half day. So just come pick me up now. So he was supposed to stay through half day the next day even. And then, but he came back immediately in the morning after this program. So come to find out for however many months before vacation, he had been playing, he loved Words with Friends, which is a Scrabble app and had somehow started talking to a woman through the app of Scrabble and they must have started exchanging everything, pictures and everything, and somehow set it up because she was from that town on the East Coast, you know, 15 hours from where we live. And he's like, he told me when he sat me down, I thought I could trust myself. She was just supposed to show me around the town I thought we were going to move to because he'd always wanted to move to this area. And we ended up sleeping together. And um, I just stared at him. And I'm like, you met a woman on a game app and somehow ended up having sex with her when she lived. And I didn't even finish. And it was so awkward. And I didn't know. I thought I could, t- I could, I could you know, stop myself. And she had told me she was this age, but I think she was more, you know, in her 40s and way older than me. And <clears throat> I just stared. I didn't know what to do. And one of those things, like everyone, like, I didn't talk much, but I even cooked him lunch and I cooked him dinner and I made the kids milkshakes when they got home and made him a milkshake and he slept in the basement for a while and <clears throat> I told him I'd give him a couple months and and once again he like proved his way and I, I ended up not not divorcing him and I stayed, but there's also another fact of he even went to that same location again, two months after our vacation, because there was like a sporting thing there. And he went with a couple of friends. And then to come find out she had had the hotel room. So he didn't have to pay for one. And he told me he stayed with his friends. And he said <clears throat> that she was there. And she just showed up and she was psychotic and like was was in love with him. And she slept on the couch and he slept in the bed. And the second days he second, third day, he went and stayed with his friends, made her out to be some psycho. But I'm like, if that's what you thought, why did you let her set up a hotel for you two months later? 
and and then I couldn't figure out like you know why are we going over this now and then uh, and the reason why is like anything else <clears throat> the reason why I found out about another one and he told me because they were threatening to tell me and they were about to tell me and so he had to do it before she could lo and behold that same night he told me um, <coughs> sorry um, I get an email and uh, I'm a photographer and the email was from a woman and it said, oh my God, I love your photography. I'd love to learn from you. Um, you're just so amazing and you're just super beautiful work. And then it was just, something came over me and the way it was worded was just really weird. And I remember looking over at my then husband and saying, is this her name? And I said the name and he looks at me like shocked and he's like, how did you know that? I go, she's emailing me about my photography right now. So this woman was crazy because <clears throat> I said, I know who you are. My husband's already told me all about it. I, you, you don't need to message me. She went back to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I, I just love your photography. I just want to learn from you. She probably sent me seven emails until I blocked her. All about photography. Never admitting who she was. And it was the email. It was the person. And then, uh, lo and behold, I get... I have to block her because she ends up messaging me, which he gets into my messaging and deletes it, doesn't let me have it, and blocks her on Facebook. And then all of a sudden, like, two or three more <coughs> fake accounts open up on Facebook, and they're messaging me on my business page, and he has to go block them. And then uh, I think a couple days later, we're walking in the store, and a picture pops up through my business page, and it's a selfie taken from a hotel bed that her, him and her took. And it's another name saying, you know, you shouldn't blame her for this. It was your husband and she's a good friend of mine. And look at this just to have proof. And, and it's like, I didn't need proof. He'd already told me, but you've never met this person for the first time in your life because she lives on a different coast and you guys took a picture together. And so I had to block that person. And it, <clears throat> at that point, I pretty much think it never really went back after that. And not to mention there's been there was multiple instances after that of seeing him texting and messaging and closing out of apps and then never being able to back up who he was messaging with any proof. And uh, when I look back at all the red flags, he was always talking to somebody and none of his stories lined up ever about who he might have been talking to and what app he was in. And the apps, what I've seen from a distance, never matched the what he said. And I just kind of blocked it all. And, and I think it was kind of for <clears throat> self-preservation and... I really did want my family to work and loved him. And when I look back, I think it was more trauma bonding. Like, I, I feel like my existence was based around him and our family. And I had nobody outside that, really, besides the people in my business. And <clears throat> every time you see that person act so perfect, you want it for yourself. And you don't want the next person to get it. And then when you finally research it, no one's going to get that. Because it's all an act. It's all a mask. It's all everything. And that's the reason why I finally ended up leaving. I could tell he was talking to somebody and none of his stories lined up. And um, I, I just think he was talking for a while before they actually met, and um, which is still cheating. And she probably thought he was almost divorced or divorced at the time and found out later that he wasn't all the way and stayed with him. In fact, they just had a cake on the counter that my kids saw this weekend that said, Happy one year anniversary, merely two weeks, I mean, to the date of when I filed, and literally a week after our divorce was final. It said one year. Mind you, five weeks of that, five months of that, 
he was sleeping with me or doing some type of intimate relationship with me and telling my kids he was broke up. So she must not know anything or she's really dumb. I'm guessing he's just lied and she knows nothing and I have no idea how you don't ask questions. It makes me question her mental ability, but that's what you do when you... You, you, you get in a relationship with someone that lives an hour and a half away, is going through a divorce after an 18-year relationship and believe everything that comes out of his mouth. So you kind of made your own bed, lady. But my kids had to see that while also having him tell them that they were broke up and that upset my daughter again. And she just gave, it, gave her more hate for him because she's caught him in so many lies. <clears throat> and it's disgusting. And I want my kids out of there as fast as possible because, I mean, one told on the other and... I had put an, uh, she'd put an iPad that I had given her that I had for a while in her bag because he takes away electronics all the time. And he like held her down to the floor and against a wall to go through her bag to find it because my youngest told him about it because my youngest tries to be his buddy when he's there. And, um, then I get all the hateful texts, but I look back at all of this and then, uh, I don't even really know what to say about right now. I will say, um, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Um, those were, I think, the basis of a lot of the ones where they actually contacted me and I got to hear about them and see them and everything. And uh, the rest were just ones I kind of figured or caught a messaging but couldn't prove. And that was my life. That was my life for many, 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 too many years. And I can see it for all what it is now. And I heal more every day and I still go to therapy and I'm happy that, I mean, the side of him really disgusts me. I don't find him attractive anymore. And that was a hard part for me too. And I always still found him attractive when I saw him. And I was just like, how do I feel anything for this the psycho. I mean, literally, when I looked up psychopath, like he fits the description of a narcissist, a sociopath, and a psychopath. And then, you know, the therapy was just like, he's clinical. He's, he, he is a sociopath. He's textbook narcissist. Like, he's bad. Like, um, I've thought about printing out everything because I have everything I would ever need to tell the mistress turned girlfriend and blow every lie he's ever told up. But like my therapist said, when you're dealing with someone that's so mentally ill, if I'm the cause of why the relationship ended or the cause of anything that was his constant narcissistic supply, you don't know what he would do. You read about husbands that kill wives and do this or go off the railing. It's that type of personality that does that kind of stuff because you, you pin them against a wall and you could tell when I get to him because I will point out facts and be very blunt and business-like now because now it's been seven weeks of low contact, which means you're supposed to take no contact when dealing with a narcissistic sociopath. But with children, you know, I only respond to stuff about the children, our pickup times. When he rips into me as a parent, rips into me about every little thing, accuses me of this, um, <clears throat> I don't bait in. And if I do respond, it's usually just so it's documented, so he can't make up something about me. And if it's necessary and it'll be very to the point business-like and blunt and and that's it because you can't you have to what is it not react you have to respond to a uh, a sociopath because reacting feeds them it feeds their narcissistic ego it feeds them with a source and you don't want to do that when you respond it's 
direct opposite feeling to them. It's, it's annoyance. It's, they get defensive and you can tell this. I come back at them very businesslike and I'm going to get some really, really shitty texts and I am, I think, really e- bad emails or something like that because I didn't bait in the way he wanted me to bait in. And he can't deal with that because to him it's a loss of power. He had me under his thumb for 18 years. Almost 19. I mean, the better part of 19 because of this past year. Um, and he doesn't anymore. And then deep down he thinks, you know... She secretly wants me or something. I want nothing to do with him. I want my kids away from him. I think he is one of the worst people to have in their lives. And I'll keep documenting and documenting and trying to find them a way out. But I hope to get them away from him soon because he's so unhealthy and he's going to mess up their childhood. And I have to undo everything he does when they're there. And it's manipulation and it's constant lying. And it's just disgusting. All while now he's going to bring someone else, his girlfriend to meet them who has this whole idealistic picture of him from his delusional life he's created an hour and a half from here that does not match what reality is. And that's going to be a very hard transition for everybody because she sees him as this person and what it is is the mask that he has worn when he's been around her. And it's really easy to do that um, when you don't see your kids the first six months ever because you never asked to see them because you were too busy with her. And then when you do... You only have them 30-some percent of the time, so it's easy to go put this mask on for part-time. And that's all she's seen. And she could be asking questions. I got hope she is, because I can't believe she has a good profession that you're that smart and you haven't asked questions yet or about the children. I mean, I know I'm made out to be some psychopath, and I've, you know, turned my kids against all this, this so lies and everybody in my life knows their lies and anybody that matters around here even acquaintances of my husband they know me you're not going to find somebody that says anything that's super negative about me because I'm not that person that he describes to her not anywhere close to that I go out of my way for people I I'm a good person and there's one thing that I will never question about myself is if I'm a good person you make me question everything else how I look what I do like but I treat people good and I go out of my way to, even because I'm scared of his reaction and have been trained to do it, be a certain way with him, the whole divorce, I went out of my way. His own attorney said I was the most gentle, genuine person he'd ever met. And that's his attorney trying to help me out because I stayed nice. I never tried to do anything. I tried to make it as easy as possible. And all I got told told was everybody was, I was taking everything from him and I was going after this, going after that. And I didn't know such thing. Ever. In fact, the two lawyers met and they said, this is what it needs to be to be fair in the court, the eyes of the judge, or it's not going to be passed. They were in agreement from the moment they met up. I never had to say an actual word. They said, no, we have what we should be, what's going to be approved. We just got to figure out how to get there in terms of um, his mental ability to process it. And I never came into another discussion. I never was asked anything. Do you want this? Do you want that? They had it there and they that's all it's all went on I never said anything they said no we have to do anything less than this or this is not going to be approved by the court and you know once they did the once they once we had the court date it was just done and I got blamed for all of it of course but <clears throat> I could and you, you could interview <laughs> the attorneys or anything and like Everything he said to his parents about me, in which I heard some of it because they went and complained to like the brother and the brother's wife and me are close friends and my sister-in-law hates my ex, tells me everything of what was said about he tried to win me back to the very end and tried everything to get me back and I just, 
I just rebuffed him and tried to take him for everything he was worth. And I'm like, well, I'm so glad you think it's okay that someone can try to make it right with me and do all that stuff. And yet, you know, they have a girlfriend that they've been cheating on. But I'm so glad that you want that for me, who's been nothing but good to you for 18 years. Thank you. And, um, I mean, they have to sleep at night, but the thing is they do. His mother does, who's psychotic, who just was fired also because she was stealing from her employers and was caught on video. So it's a very big family of very dishonest people. And his sister's the most normal out of it. Um, it's sad. And they all sleep just fine at night because they feel no feeling about anything. And they're all have their own issues. And it's sad. So many people have been caught in the crosshairs of these people that need, should have never procreated and should have ne- <laughs> never done anything. But hopefully the cycle ends with him and like his sibling set and doesn't go down to the kids underneath them and my children because it needs to stop. And um, it needs... People need to be held accountable. And I hope they are one day. I hope to get strength enough where I can post who I am. And I can tag this podcast, tag my blog, tag everything into who I really am. And anybody can listen to everything that's went on and everything that's happened. And no, this is what I lived through while putting on a smile for everybody else. That this is who that guy is when he's not wearing the mask. In which... I never had a friend like him. I never had a family member like him. So I guess I was fooled by the mask a lot longer and everyone else just knew something was off about him. Something wasn't genuine. Um, and the amount of people that told me that over the years is staggering. Um, I was in love. No, I, I couldn't see any of it. I just, yeah, he made mistakes and I got hurt. And I was, when I look back, it's just so dumb. But... <coughs> I think I was meant to leave when I was. My kids, two of them were old enough to understand and um, and see that I wasn't happy and catch him in lies all the time and know who he really is. And, um, well, one day at a time. But that's a little mixture of kind of what's going on now. And I guess, you know, with the last affair that I actually was contacted about. So until next time, or maybe later today, I don't know. Um... I'll go over like a real big update of what's went on the last few months, well, since court. And uh, I will talk to you guys all soon. Have a great weekend. Bye.